Talk With Sam podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. Hey, what's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got a great one for you this week. Uh, this week I have a very special guest. Her name is Cece Peniston. Yes, R&B legend Cece Peniston. Yes, the queen of house Cece Peniston. Reality TV show superstar CC Peniston. Fitness competition winner CC Peniston. Oh, we're going to jump all around her career, just her longevity in the music industry. Man, this is a great interview, and I, I can't wait to get to it. But, um, and I want to thank her for just showing up and just gracing for her presence. Yes, I do fanboy out just a little bit, but I got to be honest, man, it's CC Peniston. But before we get into all of that, we got to pay some bills. I want to thank all the people who went to samshownation.com. Your home for everything revolving around the Just Talking with Sam podcast. You guys have been great. And if you go to samshownation.com, you can always hit the donate button on the homepage and current promotions page. It's a small donate button. It helps this podcast become a bigger, greater, better podcast. Give whatever makes you feel like a good person. And, I mean, hey, this has always been a Crossroads podcast, and you guys have been excellent helpers of that. Speaking of, you know, helpers, maybe you like this podcast. Maybe you want to show off your love. You can always go to samshownation.com, and you can click the store link. And by hitting that store link... You can get all your favorite Just Talking With Sam swag right there on the page. Whether it be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether it be stickers. Whatever you want to wear throughout your day to show your love for the podcast that you love so much. The Just Talking With Sam podcast is right there on the Just Talking With Sam store link. So you can wear it, show your love as you go through your daily life right then and there. Speaking of the podcast, you can always go to samtronation.com. You get that podcast link. And by hitting the podcast link, you can catch up on all your favorite podcasts right there on the homepage. Or however you subscribe to podcasts. We're currently on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, 
um, and iTunes. Yes, iTunes is right there. Please subscribe, rate, and review right there on iTunes. You can. We love hearing your feedback right there on our iTunes page. You can say, "Hey, I really like this podcast," or you can give us five stars. You can give us five stars and say, "Hey, my man Sam needs to step his game up." Whatever. We encourage your feedback. Please go to the iTunes page and uh, give us your feedback. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. Before we jump into this podcast, we got a few sponsors this week, and we're gonna jump into this great podcast that I have with us, my very special guest, CC Panister. The uh, first sponsor this week is from the good folks at David's Cookies. Yes, David's Cookies. Let me tell you something that David's Cookies know, and you should know too. Mother's Day is less than a week away. Yes, less than a week, and. Maybe your mom is the type of mom who like who has a sweet tooth. Have no fear. David's Cookies has all of your mama's favorite treats. Whether it be the pink mom bucket that has cookies, it has uh, brownies, it has different treats. They have the pink Mother's Day thin crispy chocolate chip cookies and chocolate covered brownie bucket. It's a it's a mouthful, literally and figuratively. It's hard to say. But all of the sweet treats. Maybe your mama don't want cookies. You just want to go straight for the sweetness. They have a strawberry cheesecake right there for mama. Or maybe mama likes triple chocolate cheesecake. They got you covered. The only thing we ask you to do is go to samshownation.com right there on the current promotions page. And you click the David's Cookies link. And by clicking that link, you can get the gifts and treats that your mama really wants with their curated Mother's Day selection. So please, don't wait to the last minute. Well, you kind of did, but you can make up for it with Davis Cookies Extremely Fast Shipping. So please go to samshownation.com on the current promotions page, click Davis Cookies, get gifts and treats for your mom on this special Mother's Day. The next sponsor is the good folks at Flower.com. Yes, Flower.com. Flower.com wants you to send fresh flowers and have same-day delivery. And that's pretty good because if you waited this late to get your mom some flowers, come on, man. Flower.com make it very easy for you to get your mom her favorite bouquet of flowers. Whether that be the stunning beauty bouquet, the loving expression, the purple cottage, whatever type of flowers your mother is into, they got you covered. And if you go through samshownation.com, you can save $10 on your first order and you can get free same day delivery and all of their flowers are guaranteed to last over two weeks. So please get whatever flower bouquet of your mom. Don't wait to the last minute. You can schedule it and it can show up at your mama's door on Mother's Day. So please go to samshownation.com, click that flower.com link, and get your mom some beautiful flowers. The next sponsor is the people who get it. They get it and they've been getting it for a long time. Is the good folks at Walmart. Walmart wants you to give some pretty gifts to pamper your mom for Mother's Day. Yes, go to samshownation.com or the current promotions page. Click that Walmart link and they have everything that your mama would need. Whether it be um, hair care essentials, spa, uh, maybe your mom is a tech wizard. Maybe she needs a new phone. 
Maybe she likes whatever she likes. Bath holes, bath bombs, a new phone. Walmart got you covered. It's all right there. All the things that your mama could want. All you got to do is go to SamTrillNation.com. You click that Walmart link on the current promotions page, and you can hook your mama up. And then, on top of that, you get free two-day shipping straight to mama's house. You don't even got to leave your house. Or, if you're feeling it, on your way to mama's house, you can have it scheduled, and you can get free pickup as soon as today from Walmart. Yes, you can have everything waiting on you at your friendly neighborhood Walmart as soon as today you or go to samtronation.com you click that link you order whatever gifts you're gonna give for your mama and you can pick it up from your friendly neighborhood Walmart as soon as that day please Mother's Day is less than a week away and Walmart cares about your mom what about you so please for samtronation.com you click that Walmart link and you can get all the gifts that pamper your mom this mother's day and lastly certainly not leastly the last sponsor today the granddaddy of them all amazon amazon has everything from a to z and one thing i think my guests would appreciate if you go to amazon.com and you put cc Pennison on the search bar first of all let me let me flip that go to samshownation.com you click that amazon banner on the home page and current promotions page then you put CC Pence's name in the search bar and you can get all the jams from past and present. And I'm pretty sure she appreciate that. Speaking of which, I was listening to um some of the newer stuff. Now we all know the hits. We all know finally. We know know stuff like that. But she has this new song, new worst song on there. It's called Nothing Can Stop Me. And what we gonna do I'm going to play Nothing Can Stop Me, and then we're going to get into this great interview with a um, new old friend. It was a great interview, C.C. Peniston. See you guys in a few.
Hey, how you doing? Hey, CC Penn, how you doing today? Going good. Oh, that's how we go do it. That's what I'm saying. Bring yeah. that energy. Yeah, you already know, Claire. <laughs> Bring that energy. Yes. Um, I want to thank you one more time for calling to just talk with Sam podcast. Oh man, I I, I already see right now we gonna have a good time. Oh, you already know. All right. I want to just be up front with you, Miss Cece Penston. I am a fan of okay. yours, and I have been a fan Thank for quite you. some time. So, Thank you. What you are hearing right now is me putting on my professional, but I may jump into that fanboy element somewhere through that, <laughs> through this podcast, I want, through this interview. I'm gonna turn into that super fanboy. I'm just, I'm just keeping, it, keeping it one hundred. That's the sad. It's all good, and you know I appreciate the love anytime I get it. Anytime so, someone tells me they love the music, everything that means I did the job was done. So I appreciate it. All right, and, and I, I appreciate you playing and supporting me. Like, how you doing? I'm like, fan. How are you playing? So look, why are you playing? <laughs> uh, okay, all right. I just want to be upfront with you because I mean you've been here since for a while. You over twenty five years in the music industry. Um, actually, uh, this is um, if my math is right. Last year was the twenty fifth anniversary of your release of Finally. Yep. I gotta know how. Can you give us a little backstory of how that song was even conceived? Because that's my jam. Oh, thank you. You know what? I was in I was in college at the time, and I already knew that I was going to be an artist. And I was like, I'm not trying to hear what these folks are talking about. I started doing. I was in chemistry class writing poems because I was so bored. I was like, I do not care about high school at this moment because I'm having mic in front of me. So, <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm telling kids not to get an education because I thought so. I finished college, okay, so we're going to get that out the way. But at that time in my head, I was in a creative space. I was writing in, in you know, chemistry class because I felt like people didn't understand where I was at. And I just wanted that little outlet. And so I started doing poetry, and that's how finally came about. And I got to be honest, it's, it's apropos that you say that because a lot of your music is, I guess, in the soundtrack of my formative years. I mean, like, growing up, if you went to a cookout, a barbecue, Fish fry graduation. One of your songs coming on, and it, <laughs> that's just how it worked. Honestly, if you really like sun Saturday morning, when you got to clean up the house because you don't know who coming over, you yeah, one of your songs also will come on then. If you timed it right, Thank you. if you timed it right, you could tell what chore I was doing based on the song. Like, if I was washing dishes, I know this song came on. Or if I was, my mom always had me do the baseboards. Yeah, that's probably around the second time around, finally it would show up. And, I mean, that's awesome. But one thing, I mean, I don't want this to be a walk in memory lane, but one thing that I love about you yourself, you have been keeping yourself on the post for 25 years anybody could just make a song but you've been keeping yourself relevant um throughout different genres of music you've covered throughout your career what is what is that i guess that that drive that like you got to be a part of what's going on right now part of the zeitgeist you know 
I think I just love it. For, for me, I just really love music that much, and I understand just like what comes with it now. It's just such a different game than when I when I came out. It's like there's so many different moving parts to you know the music industry. You know, with like social media. You know, that wasn't out before. You had a publicist, and then you know, just people getting to know you. Before it was like, hey, don't tell people about your private life. Let them wonder, and it keeps them a there. Now, people, if you don't hit them back on, you know. Social media, they're like, you didn't hit me back, or I DM'd you, or, you know, or they get to know you, and it's like, the more they know you, the more they love you, they want to know, that's like reality shows, everything, so there's so many different things that, if you want to be a part of the business now, you just, it just comes with it, but my first love is just the creativity of music, and getting on stage, and singing, and doing what I do, once I do that, there's nothing greater. Okay, and I'm glad you brought that up because, like, when you talk about the world of social media and like the mystique of the early '90s, I, I guess, well, just anything before social media, it's a weird world that we live in. Because is there such thing as too much information now? You know, it's a balance, right? Um, I, I think that's kind of up to you, kind of what you want to share. I mean, there's some people that do overshare. You're like, really? You just had to put that out there, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're doing way too much. But we get the benefit of it because we get a good laugh sometimes off, off the stuff that they do. <laughs> you're sitting there like, for real, though? Yeah, And yeah. Then the other thing is, you know what I'm saying? You're like, damn. Oh, trust you know? me, I know. And then the other thing, <laughs> I know, I scroll through it like sometimes and just don't put likes so people don't know I'm on there, but I'm watching and I'm looking like, well, this is funny. No, I put likes. I, I want you to know. I want you yeah. to know. I saw you doing something stupid. I put likes. I do. No, I put like. I put like, but if I'm on there real late at night, sometimes I'll just go back and I'll be like, okay, I like all this stuff. I'll go back to it and I'll do it in the morning because I know that people love and support me. But sometimes it's like if you get on, Instagram has this thing now where if you're on there, people will know you're on there. And it's like sometimes you want to just like just chill out and scroll and, and like come back to it instead of saying, hey, what you doing? And you're like, no. Oh, okay. I see. I was in the bed kicking it. Yeah. I was yeah. in the bed kicking it. They <laughs> get notifications. Like that you're on there, so um, yeah. So it's just that kind of thing. I mean, it's up to you what you want to share, what you what information you want people to have about you. Because hey, you know, some people don't care. Like these reality show you a lot of people are like, this is me, this is what it is, and you either like it or don't. And one thing about um, like just kind of backtrack on the music thing. Um, you're not afraid to jump genres. Like, I mean, obviously we know the hits, but like hearing like your new stuff like Hot or Nothing Can Stop Me, Sick, and not to mention, uh, just toss out a title, you are Miss Queen of House. You know, you you jump genres. <laughs> like, I know, like, what's interesting about House and EDM and dance, yeah, you've always been like a cousin of that world, but you seem to like immerse yourself in that now. Like now, you're like a cornerstone of that. How did you just make the jump to more EDM type? Well, you know what? I'm just one of the people. Like I said, if I can carry a song, then I just do it. If it seems far fetched, that's one thing. Where it's like, mm, I don't know if she could do that. But if it sounds like, hey, vocally, I can carry it, and like, if, what I do is I stand back and listen to a song and say, if you didn't know that was you, would you like it? I'm oh, really I like hard that. on like, my I like vocals that. and stuff. Like, I don't just take a song and like, they don't like it because it was me. I'm like, no, I'm letting my friends hear it. Now tell me, tell me what you think, to be honest. I'm like, if you don't like it, tell me you don't like it. Because you can't be so, as a creative spirit, you can't be so close to a song 
that you get offended. Like, how y'all not gonna like my song? I can say, okay, cool. Let's keep going. Tell me the songs you do like and the songs you don't. And they'll tell me. Now, it was interesting. And that's what we do. And that's cool. It was interesting about that is because, and I hope I'm not going too inside baseball here, but, um, like, uh, a few weeks, good. a few weeks ago, you were here in Detroit and, uh, with the Black Women Rock. And we are in this room, and we get a chance to see you ladies do y'all thing. And it was a little bit of everything, a lot of soul, but it was just like, I guess, a display of different generations of musical talent. And you got that instant response, you know? So Thank you. I see what you're talking about. You got that instant response, and not to mention, like, um, of your work, but Detroit is electronic music capital. So you come like when you walked in here, there was already an eye on you a little bit. Like, all right, now, nah. I mean, like, like that. What you about to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you? Does that? Does that something that bothers you, or is that something you are? Better question: Are you aware of that, and does that change how you approach the situation? I'm definitely aware of it because I know they don't expect me for one, especially with the first song, um, that one wish. I know they didn't expect that from me because it's just what I said in the song was just like so real. It's like like some women that probably have been in that situation would have probably thought it just as I said it. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's the texture of how the songs are with black women rock. My energy, how is that going to be? Was I going to be sweet? Was I going to be sweet when I'm doing rock? Or is my voice going to be like, can't stand it when you're all away? Or is it going to be, I wish you never had me, I wish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was like, oh, you know, it's that. And actually, you know who helped me with that was Paris Toon, Mother's Favorite Child. And he did a song. He's like, I want you to, you know, try your song. I said, let's do it. Like, I'm, I'm open. I said, I think the, the, the thing is, is when you can keep making people love you over and over again after they already felt like they knew you, I think that's what keeps things interesting for you as an artist. Um, I feel like when people just keep hearing the same thing, they're like, oh, we heard her do that before. But when I come in and I've got a different attitude and I come in with like a, a roughness in my voice, I'm like, hey, I've lived life a little bit. I've been through some things. That they believe me, I think that's what makes people keep falling in love with you. And that's what's awesome about this because, especially that night, but even in your work now, I mean, we talked about like how technology has evolved with social media and stuff like that, but there are a lot of tricks that people can do, whether that be auto tune, whether that be studio, but you've been a part of both forms. Like, you've lent yourself, you've lent your talents to it, whether that be EDM that is pretty much is all technique or how you put it that way or if it goes straight up and down R&B no no tricks required just you got it or you don't like when you are a part of those forms I guess do you kind of look at someone else uh, not judgingly but it's sort of like when you listen to other people it's just like can that can that person do it for real or do they you know what? I, I think that's anybody. You, you're interested in seeing what's going on. I had to close the door on my dog. I'm sorry. She is hey, it happens. Yeah, outside. Doing too much. Okay. One thing. <laughs> so I think that's anybody. You're like, hey, how, what are they going to do? Like, okay, I hear, like, I, I may hear a song that, or an uh, uh, intro to something. I go, oh, okay. Hey, I wasn't expecting that. 
And then you go, okay, where are they about to go with the song? It's just more of an interest, I think, within you just being like a person that listens to music. It's like, where are they about to go with this? And if they go a place that you weren't expecting them to go, but you love it, it's like, oh, damn, okay, I wasn't expecting that risk, that ad risk, that texture in her voice, that, okay, she went way up here where her re- registers usually low. You know what I'm saying? So it's a mm-hmm. lot of different things that go with it, you know? Yeah. So I think... Why should I expect anybody to do anything less with me? Makes sense. Like, real talk. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's almost like you're looking at my paper. That is my next question. Now that we already in that current state of music, is it any artists or producers right now that you like, yeah, I would like to work with that person? Um, you know what? It would be an interesting thing for me to do, like, um, since and she does a lot of R&B music. People probably don't think this is weird, but Tweet. I love Tweet. Like, I would love to do something with her. Like, me and her did something, like, acoustic with her guitar or just did something R&B. I would love that because I love her melody lines. Also, like, Music Soul Child, I feel like he is the, like, when he does his dance songs, that's the kind of R&B dance. I like his, I like his dance stuff. I've also been wanting to work with, um, like, Zed. And I, that's a far, that's a whole other area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Working with Zed. He does EDM. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's like, a lot of different, um, David Gepper. I love to work with Dave together. His melody lines and what he did with Kelly Rowan, I feel like he could do something great with me on that. So it's like there's different places across the board that I feel like I could go. Right. You know, R&B, and then there's, you know, there, there's the dance stuff. Well, and then uh, on Deep House, if I had to say, um, if I had to say um, on House, I, I heard a song from Crystal Waters recently, I Am House, mm-hmm. and it was great. And the producers that did that, I would love for them to do something for me, so... That would be great. All right. All right. I, I, I'm I going to shift gears just a little bit because we're going to radio to more TV. And quite honestly, you are one of the few people who have had, I've, I've talked to, who've had like a bio done with the um, unsung. Um, I got a few questions about that. For starters, what was your okay. feedback overall on the one, unsung? And can you watch it? You know what? My feedback on Unsung was like, we, we really enjoyed your Unsung. I didn't know that you went through all those things because you kept everything so private. You always, sometimes people have told me that I carry myself like I haven't been through a lot. And I, they say, you don't wear your pain the way that you would think that you've gone through it. They said, but the funny thing is you're so real. Gigi, that's enough. Gigi, they're like, you're so real that it's funny. We asked you, you, you tell us. Like, you kept it 100. Like, and I felt like I was going through that with you. And then people were like, they were sorry that I went through that. They were real, like, understanding, you know, the stuff with, you know, the ups and downs with the weight stuff. I'm not the only woman that's been through that. You know, the record companies and, and the way that TV and stuff is today, you know, just even then, it's just people are want to see us, you know, with Instagram models and everything. It's mm-hmm. not just about being an entertainer. you got people that aren't even doing entertainment looking so fly that you better keep up. that's true you're right but and when you talk about those people who's i am one of those people because i watched it that was my second part of the question i'm watching this like can she watch this because when you watch that unsung and if i tread on some topics and i get it no no you can ask me whatever okay yeah but a lot of that i mean like I would only assume if you lived it will give you a visceral emotional response 
And I'm just a regular dude. So for the person who lived it, that's why I asked that question. Can you can you watch it? When I first watched it, it made me really emotional. And I was like, Understandably man, so. I looked at it, it you know, the, the, everything with the babies and the marriages and the just, you know, it's like you sacrifice a lot being in this business and you don't even realize you're going through the things you're going through. Like, because I got to see a lot of the comments after. Mm. Like, you know, you see it, you go do your part and people comment on what you do. And it's like, oh, I didn't know they felt like that. Just like the stuff about the depression, all that stuff was real. Like, people didn't know probably that I was going through that because I had to emerge and be the artist. It wasn't my job to be on stage to be depressed. It was my job to create and give you back the memories of what I gave to you in the first place. Right. So it's my job to make your bad day a great day or a beautiful day. And so it's like you almost had to, I had to come out of myself to do my thing, but then when sometime I would come home, it was like those things would creep up in my head sometime because it was like, dang, they don't even know. I just lost a child and I'm on the road right now. Like, it was just, it was that kind of thing. I'm going through stuff in my marriage, which I'm not the only one that ever has been through that. But when you have True. to deliver and be an artist and be on, it's sometimes challenging some days. Maybe I'm asking this question a little prematurely. And if there is no wrong answer after all of that, yeah. I guess when we saw what you went through and we just fans like I said to start this podcast we just fans who just loving your music and love what you bring to the stage to some degree what was it worth the cost I mean because you paid a hefty price and that was just only an hour so I only imagine just going through the years was it worth the cost that you that I guess you get the feeling and the support from people like little fanboys like myself like going through all of that I mean, well, you know what? I don't know if there's anything that I could have done like really differently um, in some instances because I feel like my real thought is you make the best decisions that you can make at the time that you make them because you're always learning, you're always on the journey. So you may, you know what, you do something immature, you're like, dang, I shouldn't have did that. But you don't know that till later. Right. Or I shouldn't have carried that like that. Or, dang, I, I wish I had did like, you can play catch up, but you can't take time back. And, I feel like I did the best that I could do on some things, and if I didn't, it's because I didn't have the knowledge, or if I did have the knowledge, I didn't realize I was doing it wrong at that time. You know you know what I'm saying? I thought, like, hey, this would be a good way to go. They're going this way. Let me go this way. And sometimes it's like, no, this, this is the right way to go. Right, right. So it's just it was me being sometimes um, a little stubborn sometimes, because I could be a little bit like that sometimes. Okay. But I've gotten better as... When I feel like when I first got in the business, I wasn't like that. Probably, you get in the business probably like probably six years in, seven years in. You're doing interviews from nine to five. You're, then you're reporting to the venue to go do sound check. Then you're doing the sound check and you start to feel like a robot. Because it's like I'm just going from one place to another. And that's when you have to find that happy medium saying, okay, well, I know I was made to do this. And that's why I wouldn't take it back ever because I know that I was made to be the gift to the world. I mean, I know that's from God for me. That's understandable. Like if, I, I, as, as far as wait, okay, so let me ask you this: When you say was it worth it, what part, what what stands out in your mind? Because the baby stuff, of course, I couldn't. Yeah, I can't change. I that. know. Um, when I say is it worth the cost, because like some to some degree, when you say you you almost went in like robot mode, going to stuff and. I mean, one of the things we got to learn how to do, I guess, is take care of ourselves. 
and sometimes that may come off as a little bit diva-ish or selfish but when you sit back and you watching that and I'm watching it and I'm like my god she giving so much the baby stuff I, I, I understand that and when you seeing like the stuff with your husband and the stuff just the just the stress of I guess having to replicate success for um just to put it loosely and when you you can't you were put in a situation where you couldn't take a breather for yourself so when you look at that I guess what I'm saying the cost of because now you persevere you went through it but how you just said you would have did stuff differently that's why I asked that question, is it worth the cost? Because obviously hindsight being 2020, yeah, you probably would have did stuff differently, but you made those decisions. So I guess, did you did you feel it was worth it overall? You know what? You know what? It, it still is. It's, it still is. Even through the bad. Through okay. the bad, through the good, through the everything. Um, and I, because I feel like, you know, I, we started when we were younger. So you think you know everything, and you think like you know what relationships are, and you, and you think you know what love is. And sometimes when you get out those relationships, you really do realize, dang, that was the love right there, though. You do realize that. But then at the same time, it's like, even if I had done everything right, sometimes, with, you know, with what we do, I wouldn't be satisfied in my heart not singing and doing music. I just really wouldn't. And so someone has to really understand, like, what I do, and I have to understand that, you know what, just because I understand and I love it doesn't mean that they're always going to. They may love Cecilia, but they may not love what CeCe Peniston does all the time, and that's the part that comes with what we do. I understand. So you have to understand that. And um, I guess my follow-up, because since you got a chance to live it, and I guess in many ways live it again, what was the greatest lesson, I guess, that you learned from that? Follow your gut. Okay. Yeah, I, I got um, that. I say that. <laughs> yeah, follow follow your gut because sometimes you can get so many different opinions from people instead of just saying, you know what, no, this is what I'm going to do. I've gone through phases where it's like, you know what, I was starting the business, I didn't know any better, so I listened to other people, and then you get in the business and you start doing your own thing, and then you're too suffering because of the experiences you had, and then you have the experience where it's like, you're in the happy meeting now and you kind of can see forward. You have foresight because you've gone through the, the good and the bad and you know how to say, hey, I've been here before. I know how I'm going to handle this going forward. Um, so it's just follow your mind. And even if it's still not right, even if you're still not doing it right, just try to do it like tomorrow's a new day. You can't be so hard on yourself and hold on to things so hard that you, you know, that you can't move forward and, and grow. you got to be able to grow. Hey, hey, hey. And, spe and speaking of growth, Sorry. yeah, it's cool, it's cool. And speaking of growth, one of the things that um I learned by watching another show you was on, Celebrity Wife Swap, I gotta say <laughs> this, that was fun. But when you said persevering, going through something, girl, you almost killed Kelly Williams. That's Laura Winslow if you keeping score at home. Just no what you one talking about. <laughs> No, she couldn't do what you did. Just like living your life, your workout schedule. You almost killed that girl. Like she you was know not. Why, you know how it killed me? 
Do you know how it killed me? Let me tell you for that fitness competition that I did, and the pictures are on Instagram. It took me six months to get there. It's six months of straight working out. I mean, coming off the plane, and the trainer was like, you have uh, eight miles to do. She would, okay. You did great because you whipped her family into shape, sort of, because it was a lot of, lot of, Uh, he was being, a lot of teeth pulling on your side. You had to like, like wheel him out of it. But um, Laura quit. Laura was like, "Oh, okay, work. Yeah, I'm not about that life." Man, when I saw that back and forth, when she got an attitude about that food, yes, I was weak. That was weak. I was like, she got her little little lean cuisine. Looking, everybody else had steak and shrimp and stuff. I said, "Boy, I said she." She was not ready for that. And I mean, like, and that was cool that we got a chance to see it because that opened up. Like I said, you you jump lanes all the time. Like, that's how a lot of us, myself included, learned that you were like in fitness competitions and like you around the world just showing it off. Just showing off your body, showing up, just training, just crushing the competition. Literally and figuratively. And Thank you. Um like <laughs> how does that like and you travel the world doing this? I gotta know, when you travel the world, what do people know first of CC Peniston? Do they know the fitness stuff? Do they know the music? Uh where where do they point at you? Because here in the States we do have that what have you done for me lately vibe. That's just how we mm-hmm. that's just how we are. But when you cross seas, who do they know you, who do they know? The T V star, the um the the person who almost killed Laura, the fitness star or the music. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what people tell me, they're like when they see me, they're like they're like pleasantly surprised. They're like, You still look the same. They're like, How are you still looking the same from a long time ago? And then they see that I'm a comedian. Like, they're like, and you're funny. Because me and my friends are always clowning all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real. Like, we make we make fun out of stuff. If you were around us, then you would understand. There's, like, a little group of us that are always hanging out together. Okay. And um, and then they're like, okay, let me hear what the music is. And they're like, oh, you still keeping your show fresh? And, you know, you, you look great. Like, you're, they like my, you know, the, the fashion stuff that I've been doing, you know. So I think people get it in, in doses. Like, they get to see you in front of them, and then you open your mouth, and it's like, oh, I like you, too. I like you as a person. So it's like those, all those little things, I think, come together. Now, one of but the- then, they, you know, before the, before the show, they'll be like, I wonder if she still sounds the same. You know what I mean? So they'll wait for you to do the show and be like, oh, okay. Just wait till they get on the mic and see how they perform. You know they're hard on us 90s artists, babe. You know oh, they yes! Are. Yes! They'd be like, mm. You know, I've heard it, and I said, it's funny, because I went somewhere, and she was like, this girl was like, man, you look really good. I was like, did you expect me to look effed up? I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm not inviting you to see me. I said, do y'all think that about 90 dollars? She said, yeah, we sure do. Yes, like, we oh. do. I mean, like, I'm sorry, but you know what the ironic thing about why, and I'm only making a generality of just people, and the reason why we go so hard on 90s artists, ironically enough, because of shows like Unsung. Okay. Ironically, we see it, we like, oh, we didn't know you had all of that. 
So yeah, we a little hungry because you got people coming out to a show is like, all right, what version are we getting? There, there is. Oh, and there, I get <laughs> You know you cracking me out, right? <laughs> <laughs> what version are we getting? Yeah, there is a worry. Like at Black Girls Rock, I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. Like there was mm-hmm. that that first song was like, all right now. The last time we saw you, you was on BET Her. So like mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. there is a there is a different and obviously you 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 delivered and we all had that sigh of relief after the first song, but there is a vibe that undercurrent is there. If you don't mind, your next show, just kind of look around the audience before you you know peek but peek out the curtain before you come out because there. there I was around. Just so you know, I was around, and uh, right before the young lady came on before me, and she put it down. Mm-hmm. So she was like, shit, goddamn, get off your ass and jam. Yep. She was jamming. And so I was like, okay, well, she just turned it out. You know, and did the damn thing. So I was back there. I was always, I was in the background. Um, how people were doing their stuff. So I already knew Bummer being live in, which is first of all already like people are used to hearing, you know, me with tracks. They're not used to hearing me live band a lot, so that was already like, okay, what's this? What's this gonna look like? Right. Okay. And then what's she gonna look like personally? Like what's she gonna wear? What's gonna be her vibe? Okay. And then now how's she gonna? What's she coming out with? That's this all is Black woman rock. That's this all correct. Black woman rock. What's she do? What's about she about to do that? That sounds like rock. We ain't never heard her do it. So everything you're saying is correct. Because I, mm-hmm, I, I know we were one of those people, and I was with my wife, and we were sitting down. You know, we had a couple of dope beverages. We doing our thing, and then yeah. you know they announced your name, and then there was a there was like a, we both we didn't talk. But we both looked yeah, at each you, other. You did the black people. You did the black people look around like yes! something in the wrong thing. We all did. Somebody comes in the outfit. A lot of black guy checking. <laughs> we all looked around the room like, all right now, here it is. I mean, like th- that's a real. That was a real feeling. Now it's okay. I like to know that because when you come out and you know the feeling, it's like we have an unspoken language. Somebody can come in some stuff, and we can just look at each other like. And you already that means like you know that's off, right? <laughs> yeah, we're not rude about it. We, we're not gonna <laughs> right. be rude about it. We, but no, but we we do something we way worse. We do something. That's killed. right. <laughs> we do something way worse instead of being rude about it. We don't say nothing at all. That's worse. Mm-hmm. I would rather you tell me how horrible I am. I'm no good. At least I got something to work on. But when you don't say nothing. That that mm-hmm. that that car ride home is woo woo. I'm thinking about if, it. If they come in and be like, "Oh, it was good to see you. We have a good night." Yes. And not like the show. You be like, "Oh, then you already know." I was like, "Oh, maybe okay." And everybody's had a bad show. Trust me. Oh, I've had a few. In my side, I try to keep it to a minimum, but it could have just been the mic was off. It could have been the sound was off. It could have been my spirit was off. Well, I was hoarse that day, but I can't tell y'all and give disclosure already that I'm hoarse. You know, so it just depends on what's going on. But that was one of them shows I had been preparing for it. 
um, for a minute, and then I had more in me, but my time was up. So I just had to just roll. It was like my time was up. So, mm-hmm. And then, look, and after all of those variables, you know what's crazier than that? I'm in the music capital, one of the music capitals of the world with live music, Motown, everything. Mm-hmm. So you already know that was the other. That was the other. You know, everybody knows real music. So Detroit ain't, ain't no punk when it comes to doing shows. No, we're not. We no, like, we're not. Mm-mm. We like you or not. That, that's really what Everybody it is. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I want to touch on, mainly because mm-hmm. you, you can't sit down. We talked about everything else. Please tell us a little bit about your fashion line. Oh, man. You know, um, <laughs> hold on. Go ahead. around on me. <laughs> like I said, we're going to jump um, around. <laughs> no, it's all good. You know what? I haven't done anything with the fashion line in a minute because I've been creating more on getting the business side together. I started a team last year. So I still have a line. Like if someone said, Cece, can you come do a fashion show? I'll be like, yep, sure can. Because when we come in, me and my girls had the wraps. We had bathing suits. We brought shoes. We brought hair. We brought jewelry. We brought everything. Like even if someone was contracted to do something, we still bring extra because I've learned just being an entertainer. I'm not trying to do your job, but if you don't have something and I have it, then that helps keep things on a smooth note. You know what I mean? So when I tell you, it's like, if someone was like, hey, come do a show, we can come do a show if we don't pop. That makes sense. That makes sense. But we're still, we're still, it's still like this. It's not out of the loop. It's just on hold for a minute because it was also one of the things where I had like the samples and doing the fashion show, but you have to have a certain amount of sample stuff ready to go. And some of our stuff was unique. So I've had people still order like, unique looking bathing suits for me because that was the name of it so unique so they had stuff I'm like give me your size and we'll get you you know hooked up it's no problem because we did like we did small girls we did the big girls we did the big girls like whatever it didn't matter we just need your sizes so we can do it to you to your body style your body type okay now one thing about this about all of it um Girl, you're moving so much. I, I got to know, how do you unwind? Do you watch TV or do you just get, did you just give up on sleep as a whole? Did, do you just gave it up or do you, I mean, what do you do to chill? Because you are I, no I chill. <laughs> you have no chill. No, you're doing something every day. You know what? I, I promise you, it's like I do my business. Like, I get up early in the morning, I do my business, and I do work every single day on different stuff because it requires that with what I do. I mean, it's Brian, and it's any no punk. I mean, for real. Go out the way. And so we'll go look. I'll get together with the fam, and we'll have a get-together. Like, last time I was home, we had to get a get-together just because. And then there was another time we had something for us. It was Easter. We all ate, and we play games and chill out and um, go to the movies together. Like the fam, I'll be like, "Hey, what y'all? What we doing next Saturday? We all going to the movies and go hang out." And a group of us will go. I'll go out, my girls. We have drinks. Like I'll make sure I have time for like regular life. There was okay. a time when last year I couldn't do that. They would call me, and I knew they were advocating with me because they were like, "Come on out!" And I was like, "I just can't. I got too much work to do. I got to leave town. I'm in. I come in one day." I'm packing the next day, and I'm out the next day. Or I had maybe one more day. So, can I tell you, I, I get my rest in. I get it in now. Okay. I get some sleep now. If I get a good, like, five, six hours, I'm good. Okay. Now, will you chill? I notice 
every event. Now, now this is just. Oh, and this too. Okay, go I ahead. I like to cook. I like to cook, and so I like. I like to cook. Like that's kind of like eases my mind when I cook. See, I noticed that. That was my next question. Every mm-hmm. event you named has something to do with food. <laughs> All of it. See, that's that's my dollar store detective right there. You see, that's pretty much the extent of it. But like every event, so do you have a favorite? I know you training, you in fitness competitions, mm-hmm. but everybody got a weakness. Food. I'm curious, what is it? What is the dish where we cannot have around CC because we had messed up six months worth of work? Pizza. Really? Something that that simple. Pizza and soul food. Like, I love soul food. Macaroni and cheese, collard greens, you know, fried chicken or fish. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we will wreck you. That's a wrap. Some cornbread? Oh, yeah. One of them barbecues, fish fries. We will wreck you. Like, and I can cook too. I can cook soul food too. So, Sometimes I just don't even bring stuff in the house sometimes because I'm like, you're going to eat it if you have it. So that level of discipline does, uh, other than bringing it in the house, you, that, you just kind of answer my question, but like, do you just not just bother with it at all? Or is it like, okay, you know, the day after the comp- competition, we just going ham. Like the... Oh, you already know. Literally and figuratively. The first thing I got... <laughs> The day after the competition, I had to eat salads and all that stuff. I had pizza and I had alcohol everything. <laughs> I was like, I'm so over this. I need to ease my mind. I did the work, and now here we are. Let's celebrate. Oh, that's awesome. And speaking of celebrating, yeah. we have to celebrate such a great career that you had. You ain't done by a long shot. And we're going to play <laughs> some of the new music here. But before I let you go... Um, I just, I gotta ask, you are a founder of knowledge. I've learned a lot in this interview. I've learned it watching your career, watch TV. Do you have any, a message to people who up and coming, artists, fashion designers, fitness models, um, TV personality? You know what? You got a lot of jobs. Now I'm reading it. Um, do you have, (laughs) you have any messages? Like when you look at it on paper, it's a lot. It's a lot of jobs. It's right. Look, it's a lot that I'm doing. I'm telling you on a regular basis. It really is sometimes. Um, but any message, just trying to do for people who watch you and trying to do what you do. That's the quickest way I can say that. Stay on your grind and don't let anybody take you off your focus. Because sometimes people are quick to say, "Well, I wouldn't do that if that was me." And then your response is, "Well, that's you." And that's why you're you and I'm me. <clears throat> Be willing to know that you're going to get some criticisms and some opinions, and you ain't out, you don't always have to like it. I tell people, just because you told me that, don't mean I have to like it. Okay, I respect that you told me, but I don't have to like it, and I have to work through that feeling because if you tell me that something is a certain way, so. You don't always have to like it, but you do have to respect and always be willing to go and be open to new experiences. Like, like I do vision boards. That's, like, huge for me, like, every year, like, on New Year's, and a lot of them have come true. Like, last year I put Bali on my vision board, and this year I went to Bali and I wrote an elephant. Um, that was, like, three weeks ago. I wrote it on the elephant. I always wanted to ride one. That's and I went cool. to an elephant park and rode. It was amazing. It was on my Instagram. 
And I was like acting like a little punk with black guy. I was like, you came true. And I was in the car crying. My friend was like, you over there crying? I was like, yeah. I said, because it means a lot to me. I said, it showed me that my vision was real, that my vision was true. And I know there's something small. Like people find things that it probably takes a, like all the big things that's impressing me all the time. And it's not. It, for me, it's like the, the things that people wouldn't think like I said things on a vision board where you look and say I've always wanted to do this on my bucket list and I get to do that it's, it's a deep spiritual feeling so stay on your focus you know know what your gifts are and don't be afraid of them don't be afraid to be in a box you know be afraid to be outside the box I mean and just you know keep God first even thank when you're not doing it right thank you thank you uh, so much obviously uh, girl I could talk to you all day but this is only an hour show Oh, you coming back. Thank you. I want to make that plan. Oh, no, I would love to. You coming back. I would love to. And, and uh, please let people know, too. I want to tell them this before I, I get off. I please go ahead. The, go. The, the, the version of hot that you have right now, that's like a separate version, kind of like, you know, people, a couple of people from Chicago hit me up like, yeah, okay, I like that. So I'm just letting you know we have that. Um, but as far as the... Um, <clears throat> I have like four of the mixes an R&B mix an EDM mix I have a, a house mix and then I have a dance like a fast dance mix too so we used to get all the people that love the, the mixes from CC and I'm going to start putting a few more of them online and excuse me a few more of them on my um on my social media and but please I'm make sure you like say your social media stuff oh go uh, I'm sorry I cut you off all social media everything yeah. go ahead put it out there oh uh, yeah we're going to put it on my Twitter oh, my, my Twitter is CC underscore Penniston um, and then I have um, the official CC Tennis Facebook fan page, and I have Instagram, which is CC Tennyson. I have ccpennison dot com. I have booking at CC Tennis and management at CC Tennyson. If anyone's out there looking to book or do whatever, you know, um, or do shows and stuff, so um, please, you know, make sure you follow on all those, you know, handles. <laughs> okay, okay, but CC, this has been just awesome. There's the the you not seeing my face right now. Like I said to start is I'm fanning out, and after this podcast, I will run around the block yelling. People will think I'm crazy, but I feel good, man. You talk <laughs> you you talk about a bucket list. You talk about like spirit. When like you get a chance to just talk to somebody that you have admired and you you watched and you and um I gotta be honest. You know what? Let's just keep it. All one hundred. I watched on song and and I, a couple of couple of tears squirted out. I didn't I didn't have my allergy medication that day. Yeah, yeah, that's the story I'm going yeah, with. That makes me smile. I got I got a little I got a little clipped. Yeah, I know people don't have to like anything. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that they're doing it like, you know what? I'm feeling that. And it's like, you know what, that has been the blessing. That has been the response from people like I wasn't expecting that totally, but there's like you did some R and B, but it sounds good. You sound your vocals sound nice. So I, I, when I keep hearing it, it just makes me smile. And if you can pass it on to anybody you know that wants the song or, or needs to hear it, please let me know. You know, make sure we'll make sure we get the they get the signal and stuff. So. I'll do the best I can, and I will direct everyone to all of your handles, all your social media handles. CC Peniston, it has been a pleasure and thank you. Please call back again. Do not be a stranger to this podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
God, that was such a great song. Great interview and great song. That was her latest single. It's called Hot. Man, if you don't get on C.C. Peniston right now, please check her out. All things related to C.C. Peniston can be found at her website, ccpeniston.com, or on IG, C.C. Peniston, Facebook, The Real C.C.P., or Twitter, C.C. underscore Peniston. Man, that was a great interview. Great songs, great tunes. She's more than welcome back. I said, I told I don't steal you wrong. I steal you strong. This young lady is what we like to call new old friends i mean it was great and she's welcome back every time new old friends we just met each other but you would think we knew each other for years man that was such a great interview and she's totally welcome back um like i said hit her up on social media or just go to her website to hear a lot of the new stuff she's cooking up and she got a lot more projects we we touched on that but we didn't even i mean this was an interview but we didn't even scratch the surface on cc peniston so as always everything about the just talking with sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com yes samshownation.com is your home for everything related to the just talking with sam podcast um you could talk to me personally on twitter at samshow11 and facebook and instagram just talking with sam no g and talking all one word just talking with sam you can hit us up on facebook and instagram and if you want to just email the podcast you can always email the podcast at just talking with sam no g and talking just talking with sam at gmail.com it was such a great interview and great time i had with cc penston we'll close it out with uh one of her newer hits it's called sick and um i will see you guys next week peace out guys You take it from your friends Got your friends
Guess your love was never really unconditional 